Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Breaking the Wall podcast. It is me, Brandon Coleman, and today we are going to be talking about how we can kickstart our careers while we're still in school. So this is something that I think since the pandemic has been an important topic to discuss. Um, I mean, I remember in 2015 when I was about to graduate, I was planning audition trips and doing research on where I wanted to move and all these sorts of actions that people normally do when they're about to graduate from school. But since this pandemic hit, all of those activities have kind of been put on pause, right? In-person auditions aren't happening. Um, Flights are hard to come by and maybe not even safe to take part in right now. So going to research and be in places just isn't a possibility. Um, But aside from that, I remember in 2015 also just feeling stuck. Like I felt ready physically. I was ready to make money dancing. I was ready to tour and perform and do all these things. And I remember feeling stuck because I still had school to finish. There was, there was like this gap of time of like three to six months where I was like, I feel like I'm ready to go do this thing, but a commitment to school is holding me back. I didn't even have anywhere to be. I didn't have any jobs. I didn't have any um, real prospects at the time. But that feeling of feeling stuck um, was a lot to deal with and a lot to try to figure out how to manage. So that's where I think the there's overlap between back in 2015 and even now in 2020 with the global pandemic. There are still things that we can do to make the most of this time, right? There's still actions we can take to make this time work in our advantage. So today I want to go through six different ideas that you can take and use even while you're still in school that can put you kind of in your power and make you feel like you're working towards, not only make you feel, but actually bring you closer to that goal of being a professional dancer. So the first one I want to start with is find some cross-training that you love. Find some cross-training that you love. This is something I actually haven't really discovered until recently. Um, I was in uh, Sleep No More, and I realized just taking dance class does not prepare me for a career in dance. I needed other things. I needed to lift weights. I needed to start doing Pilates. I did a lot of Pilates, a lot of yoga, all of these different things where we build strength as dancers. Um, We need to find ways to counteract that strength or to work with that, right? So as much as we work on our turnout, we need to work on muscles that bring us back to parallel, right? Strengthen those other things. And finding a practice that you enjoy doing, that you maybe... Um, want to take time to discover and really dive into, school's the perfect time to do that. And there's tons of opportunities too right now. There's free classes on Instagram. Um, If you want, you can definitely reach out to me via the podcast Instagram and I can give you some recommendations on some classes I've been taking. Um, But there's weightlifting classes. There's boxing classes. There's so many different things to counteract the um, in-home class taking that we've been doing dancing on hard floors, how do we elongate again? How do we find strength in other parts of our bodies? So the first one is finding a cross-training you love. It's going to be so beneficial when you move forward in this career, having something that helps you stay consistent in the field. So that's number one. Number two is to do some research. 
And what we're researching are companies that are using this time during the pandemic this past year to their advantage. What are companies doing right now or people or choreographers, right? For example, um, I've been watching Wim Wim, a company in, uh, based in Seattle, which created a whole online platform to share their work, created new videos through or new uh, videos and films through pod. So all the company would come together and they lived together for an extended amount of time while they created new work. So during this time of um, challenges, they were able to still produce what they want to do. I know Rambert in London is doing the same thing, only it's more teaching based. So I'm looking at companies who are also having residencies. There's still, um, I know there's a few New York ones that go upstate and we're able to quarantine together and make things happen. Who and what companies are taking advantage of testing of the resources they have to create new work and continue working during this time? So finding those, and I mean, you could even look in LA right now, people are still uh, doing background dancing. They're still performing in music videos. Um, what are they doing? How are they using this time? And also, when you're researching, see what companies align with your values, right? So this kind of goes back to the first episode where we talked about what do we really want, right? I think this time has taught us, a lot of us, that we want to work for people who have the same value systems as us. So what companies are supporting that? What companies are sharing their views? What companies are... Um, taking care of their dancers right now. Really look into that. Reach out to dancers that are in those companies and see what's really going on. I think this is a great time to have conversations and figure out what's actually happening. So putting, maybe if you had dreams of working for a company, seeing what seeing what that company is doing right now. So that's number two. Number three is something that I know so many of us are sick of, but it's so important. Continue to take virtual class with companies and choreographers you like. Yeah, I feel like so many of us are done with Zoom land. We don't want to do it anymore. But there's something special about this time that I'm noticing. And it's that no one, everyone, actually everyone's just really tired, right? So who is in these Zoom classes? They're actually pretty small. There's not that many people. So if you want to dance for certain people that are holding classes regularly, now's a great time to jump in there. It's a great time to be seen, to start building a connection with these people. So researching them, finding when they're teaching, you don't have to do it a lot. I know we have our own class schedules. We don't have to be taking every week, but maybe try taking once a month. Yeah, stepping in for an hour, an hour and a half class, paying $13 for a class at Steps or taking a class with Gibney. You know, we have an opportunity right now to take classes from people that live far away. So if you go to school in Indiana or Hawaii or wherever, you're able to take class from people who teach regularly in New York, and they're still doing it. So take advantage of those um, opportunities, right? Because everyone else is over it. So that's number three. Moving right along to number four. So we're halfway through these. Create your own work. I want to create, I want to create a whole another episode about this. But while you're in school, it's an incredible time to see what works and see what doesn't for yourself, right? So that could mean building different combos. If you want to be a teacher, finding what combos work, teaching online. You can, if you're a choreographer, making up phrase work, making up your own films. 
um, using the resources that your school or university are providing is a great way to utilize this time. You know, and you can even find work that inspires you. There's so many different films coming out. People, uh, different companies are sharing their work via live stream. Um, check out what they're doing and then use that as inspiration for your own work. You can make music videos. If you love immersive theater, play around with immersive theater. We all live in our homes. We've actually been playing with immersive theater for the past almost year now. Um, dancing with our couches or our living room furniture or different sets, right? So you can really use that to your advantage. I mean, you can even make your own shows. I teach a workshop every summer called Shift, or by every summer I've taught it once, and hopefully I'm going to be doing it again. Um, but uh, they made their own Instagram Live shows, right? We have things available to us. We just need to have the energy and the passion to try it out. And honestly, right now is the best time. No one's watching you. So now's a great time to make some mistakes, make some work that isn't so great. You don't have to share it anywhere. You don't have to present it. Just make it and say, that was terrible. Or maybe it's great, but maybe make it, say that's terrible, and then move on. You got the bad idea, and it's time to make something else. So creating your own work in this time is going to be hugely valuable for when you do step into the real world. It gives you a body of work to work off of. Along with that is my fifth idea out of six. Beef up your social media. I think some of us, I know some of us, hate social media. I think it brings up some um, tough mindset, uh, mindset barriers we have to get through. Maybe comparison bias, we start to compare ourselves to others. Or maybe we fall into scroll culture too easily, where we can sit and just scroll, watching, consuming what other people are posting for hours. But... Beefing up your social media is a great tool when we can't be in person, right? So what we want to do is get comfy, one, sharing our dancing online, getting videos of yourself and sharing them online. And, I, and moving forward, I'll be doing a few episodes on Instagram and how we can create content and um, make good posts that work for us and a schedule that works for us. But start getting comfortable seeing yourself on film. That's where the jobs are right now. They're in film. So how can we gain uh, the skills necessary now before we even have to get in front of a camera where we're going to be paid or potentially paid for our work? Um, once again, no one's watching you yet. So it doesn't have to be the best dancing. It's just getting seeing what does well online, right? Social media is also your new business card. If someone wants to get to know you a little better, get to know your dancing a little bit more, they're going to check your social media. They're going to want to see what other, what do you like to do, what your interests are. Um, and honestly, from over the past five years, I bet I booked multiple jobs via Instagram, which is great. Instagram was a tool I used to get myself to move to New York, um, building connections through that. And even during this pandemic, I built a couple, I booked my first um, more commercial jobs for ads um, and different things I could film at home through friends, through people reaching out on Instagram. So having that nice, um, uh, beefy Instagram full of dance videos, photos, things that really represent you is going to be a great practice moving forward. So beefing up your social media, that's number five. And now moving into our final one, this is our sixth idea, um, is invest in connecting more with your faculty and mentors at school. So I think 
we take our faculty and teachers that we've been with for the last four years, or maybe if you're not graduating yet, first couple of years, we kind of take them for granted at some point. We're like, okay, we start focusing on the future and what we uh, can accomplish. But in reality, these teachers and these faculty members and staff are our only connection right now. We don't have um, a wide network of jobs or a wide network of people that we've worked for. So we have to use what we have, and it is our professors, most of them who've had wonderful careers, I'm sure, or know or are well-connected in different industries. At the University of Arizona, we had a great network of teachers who were based in Chicago. And luckily for me, that was a place I wanted to go. And actually, a great moment for me in an audition for Visceral Dance Chicago was at the end of the audition when um, Cheryl Mann came up to me and she said, hey, we both know Sam Watson, who was one of my professors at school. And for me, this was a step in. I knew I've never met Cheryl before. I've never met uh, Nick Papilla, the artistic director, before. I felt very distant and far away. But that, having that one person, that one connection, who I could say, yes, I've had a good relationship with this person, um, made me feel more confident about my choices. Right. So knowing that your faculty and having conversations with them, reaching out to them, asking advice um, or just sharing your dreams and passions is going to be so, so useful. So along with that, I mean, the network is small, but it's all you have. Um, and know that once you leave school, your access to these people is going to be smaller right? They have a whole new class of people coming in who need their attention, who are paying tuition for their attention. And they honestly don't have the time to keep tabs on you or, re or talk all the time. Um, my uh, faculty mentor of mine, Tammy Dyke Compton, um, is someone that I continue to reach out to this day for advice, for um, help and guidance moving forward because she's so well connected in New York. She went to school with at least three people that I've worked for um, since I've been here over the past three years. So she's a great person to reach out to. Um, and if I didn't take the initiative to connect with her more while I was in school, then I don't know how comfortable I would feel reaching out to her later on down the road when different um, opportunities would come up. So that's our sixth idea. Just to review those, that first one was find cross-training you love, right? Find a way that you can um, work physically that feels good for your body and actually helps you sustain um, where your body is and keep moving forward in your career. So you're ready. You don't have to discover that once you're out of college. Start researching what companies are using this time to their advantage. The ones that are doing things now are going to explode when the pandemic is up, right? Who's making work? Who's just starting their work during a pandemic? Those are the ones I believe are going to really make it. Take virtual classes with companies and choreographers you love. I know we're burnt out with virtual classes, but we need to do it. We need to keep up with it. Create your own work. Give it a shot. Maybe even learning from uh, someone else who likes to create work as a means of number five, beefing up your Instagram or social media. And then finally, six, Invest in connecting with your mentors, with your teachers, with your faculty at school. Really build a connection with them because you're going to want a lot of people in your corner as you enter this professional world. Yeah, so that's what I have for you today. Um, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. You can follow us 
on Breaking the Wall podcast on Instagram. And if you really, really, really love us, you can go ahead and leave a review. Um, subscribe to this. We have lots of episodes coming out every week. Um, but thank you so much for being here, and I will see you next time.